Hello, good people, and welcome to the NFL Weekend Wrap-Up. This is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports, and I am happy to bring you this recap of the Super Bowl. Yesterday, it was the Super Bowl, and it was glorious. I, I really can't get over the two things that really, really kind of stood out to me about the Super Bowl. Well, actually, three things. One, commercials were back. The commercials yesterday were on point. If you didn't get a chance to see the Giants, Eli Manning, Odell Beckham's rendition of Dirty Dancing, yo, (laughs) it was so good. It was so good. It was so good. So that, that commercial was great. They had a lot of great commercials. One of the other commercials that really stood out to me was the guy from Game of Thrones, him rapping with Busta Rhymes and him doing that fire commercial and then right after that you have the ice part oh man Morgan Freeman killed his part so when you look at those commercials I mean there were a ton of great commercials yesterday the fact that Tide kind of stole every commercial and called them all Tide commercials I thought that was really really cool I don't know how much they paid for that but whatever it was I'm thinking about Tide today so commercials were back the second thing Justin Timberlake at halftime. What a wonderful and phenomenal performance that was. You talk about just great across the board. And I heard people who had issues with what he did with Prince and and how he went about showing honor to Prince in in Prince's city and showing his basic halftime show and then showing it in Minnesota. The whole city was purple. I thought it was awesome phenomenal even crazy good most people had an issue with it they didn't feel that he should have done that and to me i i I don't know i can't i can't I, i can't allow the foolishness of people's feelings to get in the way of great entertainment and i was greatly entertained the thing that really got me the one that touched my soul was him singing um nothing you see you just dance 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 that one that one that one um i can't i can't stop the feeling <laughs> that one, that song, but the whole stadium singing it. What? You can't beat that. What a phenomenal job by Justin Timberlake, and I thought he did a great, great job. So commercials were back. Halftime show, awesome. Commentating was a bit of an issue for me, only because they kept painting the picture that Brady would come back. <laughs> it was just what it was, and it, it, it was. It seemed very biased towards the New England Patriots and because of that I was like hey it seems pushed toward their way even though Nick Foles is having a phenomenal game and they were they are the best in the business those two guys are the best in the business however it it seemed like they were shaping the narrative for a Tom Brady escape and a Tom Brady win in the Super Bowl and it just wasn't going that way throughout the game so we saw an upset but we weren't quite ready for it because of commentating wasn't giving us that that feel so commentating was something that was a bit off for me now the third thing I want to talk about is that it was a great game now I know I snuck in that that one about commentating so that wasn't that didn't count as one so if you're counting this is actually four right but the game was phenomenal it was a phenomenal game start to finish the Eagles started off extremely hot Nick Foles was hitting Elshon Jeffrey a ton until the Patriots made the adjustment to put Stephen Gilmore who's their cornerback on Elshon Jeffrey the Philadelphia wide receiver up until that point Elshon Jeffrey was having a field day a field day 
Eagles running backs were doing their thizzle. And when I say thizzle, my good people, what I mean by that is he was doing his thing. He, they basically handed they basically handed LeGarrette Blunt the ball, who had sweet revenge on the Patriots, who deemed him somebody who they can get rid of. They handed the ball to LeGarrette Blunt. He broke off on long runs. They gave it to Jay Ajayi. He ran the ball hard. And Clement, the undrafted rookie free agent, they couldn't do anything with him at all. In the passing game, there was just no answer for Clement. And when all else failed, Selleck was right. Not not Selleck, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, well, it wasn't Selleck. Zach Ertz. When all else failed, Ertz came in and did his thing. And then at the final bell, Ertz was the one who got them the game-winning touchdown. What a phenomenal game by these Eagles. Now, every game tells their own story. And one of the biggest stories in this game was losing Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks caught a ball early on in the game. When he catches this ball, he's in the open field looking for extra yardage. He doesn't at that time have field vision, so he's not really looking around. He's kind of caught in between two defenders who are in front of him. He's trying to find an open space, trying to get around them, and then BAM! He gets knocked out by Malcolm Jenkins. And Malcolm Jenkins, and this is old, and you know how I am a, a little bit. I know Saints. So this is Saint on Saint violence, right? Malcolm Jenkins comes out of nowhere and lays out Brandon Cooks. And once he does, Brandon Cooks is out of the game for the rest of the game. Some people are saying, well, just last week they won without Gronk. So, and they also won another Super Bowl without Julian Edelman. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, without, without Edelman. So they've been, well, actually, no, that time they won without Gronk as well. So because you have um, a loss of a weapon that doesn't really do anything to these Patriots. However, here's what people don't understand about what's going on with the Patriots. What they can use Brandon Cooks for is to clear out. Brandon Cooks is a really good wide receiver, but he's also a really good decoy. He allows you to stretch the field or at least scare the defense enough to guard deep while you can dominate underneath. Rob Gronkowski, if you haven't noticed, he does not look as fast as he's looked in the past. He is not dominating up the scenes, and he can at times. But he did not this game at all. And so Rob Gronkowski looked like he was lumbering up the field. Even though he had some really good catches, he did look like he was lumbering up the field. But he's not that speed threat. They lost that speed threat. And replacing him with a Philip Dorsett is not the same thing. I don't care what you say or what you feel. It's not the same thing. And so losing Brandon Cooks really hurt the Patriots. Even though they started to figure some things out in the second half. One of the best adjustment teams in the NFL. At the halftime, they can make some great adjustments, and they did. Before, it seemed like Philly was dominating, and Philly was dominating. And then the Patriots found their way all the way back to actually take the lead at some point. And so, because of that, we're looking at a team who, they were overmatched, overwhelmed. They lost a weapon they couldn't afford to lose, and we figured out that Brandon Cooks is that weapon they couldn't afford to lose. Tom Brady was also able to find his way seconds away, two seconds, three seconds away from being sacked a lot of times in this game. But when it mattered, when it mattered, he could not get away from the pass rush of the Philadelphia Eagles. They only needed to get to him really one time. And that's crazy. They pressured him all day. They really got to him one good time. And that one good time sealed the game for the Philadelphia Eagles. What a phenomenal game from start to finish. At this time, you have to kind of figure out 
Why did the Eagles win? What was what was it? Well, it's a few things. One, great defense. They have phenomenal defense, and they gave the Patriots fits in the, at least in the first half. Two, humble and confident. This team, no matter who it was, if you looked at it, even the fans as they were going through this game, they knew not to let up, never let up. Right? Don't give up. Don't let up. And keep playing hard until the final whistle blows. The coach said it. The owner even. Even when they went up, they got a fumble. And they were in their red zone. And the owner wasn't cheering. He wasn't. He, he put his hands down to say, calm down, calm down. It's not over. What humility by these Eagles. Because they knew they weren't supposed to win according to the world. However, they kept moving forward. Kept moving forward towards the goal. And these underdogs really, they, they earn their spot as top dog right now. So, you got to salute these Philadelphia Eagles. I, for one, have to salute my boy, Derek Myers. If you look at Debate Fuel, which you may not even know about. But Debate Fuel is a real thing. Check it out on SoundCloud, Debate Fuel. Look it up. So, Debate Fuel with Derek Myers. He's been saying all week, no concession speeches, we're going to win. We're going to beat the Patriots. Y'all doubted me all year long. We're going to win. And this brother was right. They beat the Patriots. To, to the happiness of a lot of people in the world. But to the chagrin of myself. Because as an expert, I just didn't see it happening. But I've been loud and wrong before. <laughs> I'm loud and wrong again. Congratulations to the Eagles. Congratulations to their fans. It's been Rick Sincere with the NFL Weekend Wrap-Up on Trackstar Sports. Hey. I often ask myself, what are the most awesome, incredible, wonderful, phenomenal people in the world doing right now? And you know what they're doing? They are listening to Trackstar Sports on Anchor or on iTunes. That's what they're doing. Every Monday through Saturday, sometimes on Sunday, just for the music. That's what they're doing. Sometimes they just go back and they listen to some of the old episodes just to kind of get a vibe of where we've been. Sometimes they call in. Sometimes those awesome, phenomenal people will just even text some stuff in the anchor comment section just to kind of let us know that they're listening and they, they have their own opinion about what's going on. Sometimes the most amazing people in the world go to our Facebook page and they look for Debate Fuel Facebook group and they want to know, hey, how can I get in? Some of the most awesome people even go to our Trackstar Sports Facebook page just to see the new articles that are up or even the links to anchor things that they want to see personally. They are the most phenomenal people on earth and they do this weekly. I'm so thankful for those people. Those incredible, awesome, wonderful people who go to our Twitter page, our Instagram page, and they want to find out what's going on with Trackstar Sports. I love those people because those people are the absolute best.